The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. This is Cheryl Dawson. We're glad to be here today, and we have a wonderful lineup uh, for our program today. Uh, Manny Contamanolas, uh, President of National Association for Colleges and Employers, will be with us, as well as Katie Kaiser, a recent graduate who had the opportunity to go through our program recently. And uh, I just want to greet everyone and welcome them to Total Career Success. We are live from Houston, and I'm here with Ken Dawson, and we're um, a little bit behind the country in terms of experiencing fall, but had a wonderful weekend with a little bit cooler temperatures and even some autumn color to prepare us for the Thanksgiving holiday coming up. Uh, This being a little bit of a short week for most people, we're thankful for our listeners and our guests today. Uh, In fact, uh, we feel that we have much to be thankful for in spite of some of the challenges that we may face. I'm thankful for you, Ken, and for our family and friends and for our staff as well as our clients and, well, for Voice America that brings this wonderful program uh, to so many who are wanting to advance their careers. Isn't it amazing that we can have our own program on the Internet and uh, be able to support others around the world? We're thankful, too, for our God-given passion, our skills, our strengths, and the wisdom and discernment to be able to apply them. And today we're going to be focusing on the challenges that new graduates face as they seek their first professional job. And Katie, we're going to, she's going to be sharing her perspective as a recent grad. And then, of course, we'll hear from Manny regarding the work of NACE and uh, how it helps graduates and companies to find the right candidates and for individuals that right job fit. So just a little bit on our format, we're going to have four segments. In this first segment, we're going to be introducing Katie, and then in the second segment, we'll introduce Manny, and then in the final two segments, we're going to invite you to call in with your questions to any of us, and we'll be prepared to give you our best answer. So now, introducing Katie Kaiser. Uh, Katie, we're glad to have you with us, and if you could just start by giving us a little bit of your background, maybe a little bit about your degree and uh, what you're searching for right now. Sure. Well, uh, thank you so much for having me on the program this morning. Um, My name is Katie, and I recently graduated from the University of Notre Dame. And um, since May, I've been uh, in the process of my job search. And about three weeks after I graduated, I had um, the opportunity to take part in Total Career Success. Uh, But just to give you a little bit of uh, background on me, I majored in English. So a lot of my uh, training and background is in the communications field and writing. And since then, I've been considering uh, different career options and have really found myself interested in a fundraising and development career. So a lot of the tools that I've been uh, using from the Total Career Success, I've been applying to uh, my job search, searching for uh, one of those positions. Well, that's great, Katie, and we're going to look forward to hearing uh, your impressions about the different aspects of the program and how it's helped you in your search. 
And uh, if you could just start by sharing a little bit about how it feels to approach graduation, and I'm sure it's it's the feeling that many grads have. It's almost a daunting task uh, when you've been focused on your studies for so many years and then have to be uh, thrown into the job market. I think that's exactly right, Uh, at least from my perspective. I definitely found it challenging having been in an academic environment for about 16 years, I guess, and then having to translate everything that I had learned and apply it in a whole new way, um, a whole new atmosphere. And I just felt uh, it very um, challenging and almost overwhelming at times. And so I think that um, a lot of graduates tend to tend to feel that way about approaching a job search. And so I think that uh, the more uh, professional perspectives and, um, and tools that the recent graduates have or um, kids that are looking towards graduation uh, have, I think, uh, the better for them. Absolutely. And uh, you've had the opportunity, as you mentioned, to go through our total system uh, program. And maybe you could just share briefly what was the you know, overall impact of that? Well, I think that, um, like I said, I, was, uh, I came out of graduation feeling very challenged by um, how to approach a job search. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, just I had lots of concerns about resume preparation and networking and just the, the, the way I should approach my job search. And I think that what the total career uh, system gave me was uh, the, the tools, uh, resume templates and tools for networking and how to approach a job search that I, and really sell myself to a company and, and give myself uh, the confidence uh, to to approach my job search and connect with employers and, and really have a successful uh, job search. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ken Dawson. Uh, Katie, um, looking at your resume, and you have an outstanding background. Uh, for those college university students listening in, uh, one of the things you really need to think about when you're selling yourself right out of school is that, to a large extent, you're selling potential. You really don't have a track record in terms of... Um, <clears throat> making or saving money for a company, and Katie has a 385 out of Notre Dame. Katie, talk a little bit about that in terms of your potential and how you're really selling your skills, abilities, and talents. I think a lot of what I've tried to look at as I've approached my um, my job search is the skills that I have and how they can translate over to um, the job market, and that's one of the things that I've tried to, to emphasize to potential employers and to uh, to people that I uh, network with is the skills that I have and how they can translate over into a specific position. And then I think one of the things that's also really important for recent graduates is, I mean, we've been learning for so many years, and so I think that's a great uh, asset that uh, recent graduates or uh, kids that are looking towards graduation have um, to market to employers is their ability to learn. They've been in a, an academic setting, and so I think that that's definitely something that I would say to emphasize uh, for potential employers. There's no question that employers value um, an attitude of learning very, very highly. And, Katie, you made a good point about being able to delineate and and to articulate your skills. And you had an opportunity as part of your program to experience a career assessment. And can you share how that helped to kind of pinpoint those skills and talents that you have? Well, I think uh, when I was actually taking the career assessment, it was just um, being with the language of uh, 
the, the business world, the professional world, and looking for those skill words and, and buzzwords that you don't hear very often when you're in an academic setting. I think that um, just uh, reading through those and then also looking at uh, the detailed assessment that I got afterwards, just descriptions of, detailed descriptions of my skills based on how I answered a few simple questions, I think. Um, and so just that being with the language and, and in that general atmosphere. Katie, one of the things I'm looking at in your resume is how you've kind of custom designed your resume based upon your assessment. Could you talk a little bit about that, please? Sure. Well, like I said, when I got my assessment back, I had a very detailed descriptions of my skills. And so uh, one of the most valuable tools that I got from the job search total system was um, a, a very a good resume template that uh, at the beginning uh, allowed me to summarize my skills. And that's where I found the career assessment to be, to be very valuable was that it allowed me to construct a prose outline of my skills to summarize them. And then I was also able to use skill words and buzzwords later on uh, down in my resume when I was describing my past experiences and, um, and activities. Well, and the resume is what we call the drive wheel of the campaign. So in addition to the assessment validating what the best directions for you were, actually being able to draft out the accomplishment statements on the jobs you've held throughout school and and in summers and in your internships and so forth also help to uh, to validate those directions as well. Would you agree with that, Katie? Uh, absolutely. I think that um, just the uh, one of the things that I've talked to, to Ken and Cheryl about uh, since I uh, took the total system uh, seminar was that um, no one had ever really given me an outline or format for how to construct a resume. Um, I had, I'd had examples, but the job search total system really emphasizes, one, summarizing the skills and giving a very broad overview, and then for actual descriptions of experience, giving what was done and then the actual results so that even as a recent graduate or someone who does not have professional experience yet, you're showing how you contributed, how you made what you were doing better and how you made your position more challenging, which is something that is very uh, appealing to potential employers, in my opinion. Katie, um we have had, in our first two shows, uh, the President of the University of Phoenix, who talked specifically about excellent students like yourself. The second show was on super performance. Uh, for those uh, college kids and um, university students out there, one of the important things to think about is that as it relates to your performance or your super performance, in large part, it's your academic background. And Katie, you work extraordinarily hard to get your 385, especially out of Notre Dame, which is an outstanding school. When you do have your interviews, it's critical that you transition from your performance in school, 385 out of Notre Dame, or what your GPA actually is, to the organization and how you're going to take your super performance in school and translate that to your new employer. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Well, uh, in my experience with the total system, that was the thing that I felt rounded everything out. Uh, we began with constructing resumes and tools for networking and then really rounded it out with how to, 
how to approach uh, potential employers and how to really market what the resume says and translate it over into talking in an interview setting, um, how to really connect uh, the skills that are listed on the resume with the, a job description that's been given to you by an employer and uh, based on the communication that you've had with that potential employer up until that point, what you know about the company and what you know about the position, really making it align so that you show that you are the best fit for that particular position and that organization. Wow, Katie. I couldn't have said it any better myself. And you've really uh, said a mouthful there because you've covered the importance of the networking, uh, the importance of uh, preparing for interviews, and uh, really tying it all together, a concept that we call linkage, uh, very, very powerful. And as a communications major, Katie, I think you particularly are attuned to the importance of that. And and can you share how uh, ultimately that challenge of linking all those things together uh, ties in with the cycle of success? Oops, we're a little bit short of time here. We're going to go to a break, and then when we get back, Katie, I'd like you to respond to that, and then we're going to introduce uh, Manny. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the Total Career Success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and Total Career Success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. <clears throat> oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Oh, my God. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. <clears throat> he says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it. Don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa, where America learns to invest. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Cheryl Dawson with Ken Dawson, and we have Katie Kaiser with us. And right before the... um the break, we were just focusing on the cycle of success. And, Katie, would you like to just comment on that, how that has helped your campaign? Sure. Well, I think that's the key to uh, to really a successful job search. Um, obviously, the, a good resume and, and tool for networking uh, and communication are very important. But I think that uh, a, a good job search and a successful job search does not happen without uh, positive thinking and confidence. Um, obviously, if, if you're not confident, um, it's really hard to project that. To, uh, to potential employers, and they want to hire people who are positive and confident. And so I think that that is the perfect antidote to uh, the intimidation and the challenges that a, a new grad faces uh, when approaching a job search for the first time. So I think it's, it's ultimately uh, the, the launch pad for a successful career and um, not just a successful job search. Absolutely, and not to mention in a tough market like we have right now to beat out your competition. Well, thank you, Katie. And Katie's going to remain with us for the show, so in our third and fourth segments, if you should have a question for her, you're welcome to address uh, that to her later on. But before we do that, we'd now like to introduce Dr. Manny Contenomanolis, President of the National Association of Colleges and Employers and Associate Vice President of the Rochester Institute of Technology in New York State. Uh, NACE, as they call it, is the leading source of information on the employment of the college educated. The professional association connects more than 5,200 college career service professionals at nearly 2,000 college and universities nationwide and more than 3,000 human resources and staffing professionals focused on college relations and recruiting. Through their research, uh, NACE forecasts trends in the job market, uh, tracks legal issues in employment, the job search and hiring practices, and provides colleges and employers with benchmarks for their work. NACE provides members with primary tools for researching or reaching and educating college students through Job Choices Publications and Job Web, the online complement to Job Choices. Well, that was a mouthful, uh, Manny, but welcome, friend. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, and good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, Ken, and good morning, Katie. I'm thrilled and delighted to be on your show. 
Well, thank you, Manny. Could you just share with us a little bit about your background and your role both at the university as well as with NACE? Sure. Well, uh, I have had the good fortune to uh, become involved in the career services uh, employment profession for now um, just about 30 years. And I discovered my passion early on, and that was working with young people, particularly at the college level. And for me, the opportunity to work with young people, help them accomplish their goals, uh, especially in the career area because it touches on so many aspects of each of our lives was something I realized very early on. Um, So I had the good fortune to um, begin working in uh, the university environment and um, was thrilled to have an opportunity to come to RIT uh, in my career and uh, really be able to contribute, uh, you know, not only at the university level, but through the professional association. So consequently, my kind of volunteer uh, uh, opportunities led in turn uh, to more active involvement as a board member on a variety of uh, organizations uh, and then ultimately provided me the opportunity and the privilege to be able to serve as the NACE president for this year. That's my volunteer role. Um, Of course, my day job is as um, the Associate Vice President for Enrollment Management and Career Services at the Rochester Institute of Technology uh, in New York. Many of you have heard Katie. She's, uh, by the way, the first time she's ever done a radio show. Um, Very, very typical of one of the outstanding college university students we have. Would you like to speak to her background and... uh, Uh, her presentation, if you wouldn't mind. Well, quite honestly, I thought that Katie was a very experienced professional on radio. Uh, I think she did a great job in terms of really uh, pointing out the key issues that affect so many uh, young college students today. Uh, And again, Katie, I'm I'm quite confident you're going to be successful, not only with the skills and the interests and the commitment uh, that you're bringing, but also with the support that you've uh, received uh, from a variety of sources, including uh, the the fine work that uh, Cheryl and Ken have been doing to really prepare yourself for, um, you know, the rigors, the actual, you know, process of uh, going through that job search. So, um, you know, best of luck to you, but I'm absolutely confident you're going to achieve your goals. Well, thanks for that encouragement uh, of Katie, and I totally agree with you, uh, Manny. And before we get too far along into some of the other questions about NAIS, uh, can you just share with uh, our audience uh, what the Rochester Institute focuses on in the, in the area of technology? What does that cover? Sure. Well, RIT uh, is located in Rochester, New York. We're actually one of the largest private universities in the country with nearly 16,000 students, uh, including uh, students on our uh, sister campuses uh, in uh, Croatia and Dubrovnik. And also RIT announced that we just established a, a campus in Dubai. Um, so we're starting to extend RIT's reach globally, but we have uh, historically been known as a university that's very much focused on technology, very much focused on the creative uh, areas. So, for example, um, you know, we have world-renowned programs in film, photography, art, and design, in addition to our programs in engineering, computing. As a matter of fact, we're one of the largest producers each year 
of graduates in the STEM disciplines. Uh, and STEM is the term that's usually used to encompass the science, technology, engineering, and math areas. So it's a very exciting university to be a part of, uh, very much uh, national in focus, and really distinctive in that it combines the kind of traditional right brain and left brain thinkers. Uh, and one of the other features that we're really proud of is our emphasis on uh, experiential education, particularly through our uh, world-renowned uh, cooperative education program. RIT's been involved in that model of education since 1912, and we're one of the oldest and largest cooperative education institutions in the country. Wow, I just learned some things, Manny. I had no idea of the size or a reach of your university, so thank you very much for sharing that with us and our listeners today. And uh, we'd like to um, uh, kind of move on to your NACE role, and you've been to Australia recently. Uh, can you tell uh, us a little bit about what you learned and how that's helping uh, with your role back here in the U.S.? Thank you. I have only just returned from Australia, as a matter of fact, and um, NACES really um, ha has had the opportunity to be one of the founding members of an international consortium of associations who are similarly dedicated to issues around the employment of the college educated uh, in different parts of the world. And uh, we meet face-to-face -face each year, the representatives of those associations, and we had the good fortune to be hosted by our colleagues in Australia. Um, and so um, myself, along with the NACE Executive Director, Marilyn Mackis, were able to represent NACE at a series, a series of meetings, both with our university colleagues uh, in Australia and New Zealand in particular, uh, and also our, um, our recruiters and uh, corporate colleagues. So we were able to really kind of look at benchmarks around the world, uh, look at some of the trends, including the global financial crisis and how that's been kind of rolling out in different parts of the world, and also to continue to plan our efforts uh, to continue to develop our website, um, which we envision um, in the near future being a kind of portal site that will allow interested professionals and students to be able to get a glimpse, uh, a window glimpse into particular countries and regions around the world to help them in their own thinking and understanding uh, if they're looking at working abroad or if they're organizations that are looking to expand their recruiting efforts globally and want to uh, realize what some of the resources are in each of those countries and regions that might be helpful to them in terms of expanding their efforts. So a lot of exciting work. Uh, I think we take a great deal of pride in NACE that we recognize and are realizing, you know, very much a global world and what we can do to contribute that not only to our members here in the States, uh, but also to our uh, global partners and fellow professionals who are all uh, have similar concerns and interests. Manny, one of the exciting things about uh, what you just said is the uh, international and global aspect of what you're doing, and that's exactly what we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, Job Search Control System is in its third edition. We've uh, been writing and uh, rewriting the book for over 20 years, and <clears throat> the global implications are absolutely unbelievable. With the Internet today, uh, we essentially have a flat world, and one of the things you touched on, which we, uh, Cheryl and her excellent staff put together is a, a segment on technology, the critical need for mm -hmm. technology today and how it relates not only to job search but everything we do in life. Could you speak to that, please? 
Well, certainly. I, I think that uh, for anyone, uh, either on the college side in the career services profession or uh, anyone on the corporate, not-for-profit, government side who's doing recruiting of talent, uh, realizes that technology is probably the single most important tool that has now become available to us in our work. Um, I think that uh, the opportunity to be able to access information at any point uh, in time from virtually anywhere, to be able to connect and network with people, uh, those enhanced capabilities have all been um, you know, made available uh, as a result of technology developments. Now, there is no substitute in my mind ultimately for those face-to-face interactions. Uh, And the reality is that uh, people are ultimately hired based on their personal connections, their ability to uh, borrow Katie's phrase to translate what their abilities and potential are uh, in a meaningful way that connects with the real world and creates the opportunity for the match to occur. And obviously, that's an intensely personal kind of process. But there's no question that technology has enhanced and really sped up that process. So, you know, whether it's the web, whether it's social networking sites, whether it's the ability to connect with people and connect with data, um, you know, all of those things really contribute to a very exciting and clearly very very fast-paced process today. Absolutely, Manny, and you have set a mouthful. And when we come back from the break, we'd like to get into some of those personal issues. What are employers looking for? Uh, what or should grads look for an employer and so forth? And uh, in just a short while after the break, we're going to get back into some of those issues. I think we've already hit some really important information. Also in this uh, next segment, we're going to welcome your calls and encourage you to call 866 866- if you have questions uh, for any of us here on the show today, Ken or myself or Katie or Manny, we'll look forward to hearing from you. Um, And um, we'll be back in just a few minutes. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. 
Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, everyone. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with Manny Contamanolas, president of NACE, and Katie Kaiser, a recent graduate who went through our program. And we were talking about technology before the program, how important it is in today's um, educational environment as, as well as the work environment, and thirdly, for the job search process itself. And I just want to remind our listeners that TCS University, our online resources, uh, in addition to the book and, and hardcover materials that we offer, also has a career success portal. And not only is it important for grads, but everyone seeking a job search uh, to advance their career. And uh, Katie wanted to share a little bit about how that uh, supported her and her search. And Katie, why don't you respond to that? Well, I think first of all, there are just myriad websites and resources that specifically relate to job searches that have, I'm, I mean, I, I went with the total system, but then there are others that have information on how to research potential employers and uh, just very brief uh, statistics on uh, their revenues, everything. Uh, just they give a basic summary of, of companies. And then uh, beyond that, there are just, I mean, if you Google uh, a potential employer or an organization or something, you can get so many different uh, links to them, either their websites that have uh, myriad information um, on that organization or even news articles, what's going on with them recently. And so I think that technology is just a really, and the Internet in particular, is just a really valuable tool for anyone conducting a job search just uh, so that they can increase the breadth of their knowledge of the industry that they're looking at or uh, potential employers. But um, And so I think that that's uh, been very helpful to me uh, just as far as increasing uh, my knowledge of the, the industry's um, the job search process, what I what I need to know for myself going into um, into interviews and into uh, conversations with potential employers. Right, and the Career Success Portal really helps to bring all of those resources together. And um, Manny, you made a really great point just before uh, the break as well that beyond technology, we need to have those face-to-face contacts and to be prepared for them, as Katie alluded to in the first segment. And so can you share for us um, some of the top uh, qualities that employers are looking for in today's college grads? Well, I'm happy to do so. I think that, uh, you know, obviously there's a tremendous diversity of employers out there looking for a whole range of skill sets and a whole range of uh, different occupational um, uh, job types. But I think there are, there are several things that kind of unify employers in terms of what they're looking for um, among young people and entry-level uh, candidates in particular, and it's very much skill-based. In other words, 
words, most employers will recruit at campuses or, you know, look for a certain type of educational background. Um, obviously, if they're looking for accountants. They want someone who comes from and has been trained as an accountant or an engineer um, and so forth. However, uh, that kind of educational preparation is necessary, but it's simply not sufficient. What employers are really looking for, what really separates, if you will, the wheat from the chaff, what really uh, distinguishes the long-term contributions are those skills that young people can bring to uh, an individual employer. And clearly, among those skill sets that are very much in demand are continue to be communication skills, teamwork skills, um, the ability to be fle flexible, adaptable, um, the ability to apply analytical and problem-solving skills, and I think a very strong customer mission um, orientation. In other words, the ability to see what the organization is really trying to accomplish. You know, who are its key clients or customers? What is its mission? And, um, you know, how can a young person really relate what their abilities and skills are to, those, to that mission or to those clients? And nowadays, in very much a global world, those teamwork skills go beyond the ability to work cooperatively with people, but the ability to work with people from different cultures, from different backgrounds, uh, virtually, from around the world. So the idea of teamwork now is very much a notion of being on a conference call, perhaps at uh, 7 o'clock at night, with other key team members from around the world. Uh, and the ability to work with those, those folks and to be able to work alone and then, you know, connect with them and exchange information and contribute to the project. You know, all those things are vitally important today, and those abilities are what employers are looking for. And they, that is exactly why we wrote Job Search at Total System. Uh, in its third edition, we literally have written it for anyone and everyone around the world. Uh, ten chapters which are custom designed to essentially bring out the A-plus quality in every single person. Our whole mission is to get job search to total system in the hands of millions of people around the world. And essentially over the 20 years we've been having the book out, we have hundreds of thousands of people who have achieved better job, better pay, better life. That's a fact. It's not a theory. We know it works, and that's exactly what we do, and that's exactly, Manny, what you have found as you travel the world. Well, it's uh, very clear that uh, the issues that concern us here in the United States in and around those kinds of talent uh, issues uh, is exactly what I'm seeing and hearing from my colleagues uh, around the world. And I think this is, this is very much uh, a critical sea change uh, I think what we're starting to see is uh, increasingly companies who are recruiting and sourcing talent globally, who think about talent as a global resource, not necessarily a country-specific resource. And I think that has really interesting and profound implications for the way young people will be working and the way, indeed, uh, countries will be working um, together uh, in the future. It's a really, really exciting time on that front. 
It's a very uh, collaborative environment that we live in today, and I think to add to all the the, uh, right-on-target qualities and competencies that you mentioned, Manny, is the positive attitude and also to be able to articulate, well, first to be identify and articulate one's passion because to have all these qualities and deliver them on a job is very tough if you're not in the right job. So what what are individual uh, graduates looking for in employers that will help them get that right match? Well, you know, clearly, again, the, the, the job search is such a highly individual process. And so many factors go into finding that ideal match, not only for the employer, but most especially for the candidate. And I think some general things that we're seeing that seem to be particularly important to young people today are very much this notion of an opportunity to learn and grow, an opportunity to advance in an organization as a result of continuous challenges, opportunities to learn new things, mentorship and support in uh, continuing to hone and develop skills. I think um, that is is terribly important to young people today. I think the notion of a work-life balance, uh, in other words, the job continues to be terribly important, and uh, young students today are just as... uh, value just as much the opportunity to know that they have some job security, that they're getting paid a reasonable amount of money, that they're getting the kinds of benefits and and other types of things that will, you know, allow them to um, feel like they're they're starting off uh, on the right foot. Uh, But they're also looking at, you know, how does this job fit my lifestyle? How am I able to pursue my other passions and interests? So um, for the young, the typical um, entry-level candidate today, they're being very thoughtful about what that company is doing, what the growth opportunities are, um, you know, what the bigger picture is uh, in terms of that company's fit in a particular industry, um, in a particular part of the country or part of the world. So there's a lot of things that go into that process, but those tried and true issues of fit, is this a place I'm going to be comfortable at? Um, is this going to give me the opportunity to, that's going to challenge me and allow me to grow and develop? I think what's notable is that many young people are not thinking about that first job out of college as their final job or necessarily their defining job. I think people realize that they will be changing jobs, they will very likely be changing careers. So instead, I think students are thinking along the lines, and this is certainly something we talk a lot about, and that is developing a a toolbox, if you will. And in that toolbox are their skills and experiences and something they carry with them for the rest of their lives and that they will ultimately, with that toolbox, have the flexibility to choose among different options. And I think at the heart of it, that's what young people want to make sure that they have, and that is options to learn and grow and move around and change. Well, that's excellent, uh, Manny. I appreciate that input. We've got a caller. Uh, Alyssa, are you still with us? Yes. Yes, yeah. I'm here. Do you have a question for one of us? Yes. Yes, it's for, um, for Manny. Um, I'm wondering, <clears throat> excuse me, with the, the job market shifting to both not only a global supply but also global demand, are you seeing the universities addressing any of the, the techniques or the issues with working 
from remote locations for employers and with your teammates? Uh, Manny, if you could just give a short answer, we've got 30 seconds to break. Sure. Well, uh, the short answer is yes, absolutely. I think universities are very sensitive to these developments. and They're doing a variety of things, both through their curricula, through the kinds of opportunities that they provide to students, internships and co-ops in particular. RIT, for example, has a work abroad component to our co-op program designed along with study abroad to give students the opportunity to get a feel for what's really happening on that global stage. So you should feel very, very uh, comfortable and confident that most universities are anticipating and responding to those challenges very, very well. Well, thank you, Manny, and thank you, Lisa, for calling in your excellent question. We'll be taking more questions after the break. Um, be sure to uh, give us a call for either Manny Contamanolis or for Katie Kaiser, Ken and myself. We we'll look forward to your questions. Just dial 866 866- Four seven two five seven eight eight, and we'll get to some more great information on the NACE organization and also some of your questions. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Do you know what the most complex piece of your business capital investment is? Is it the technology? Is it the infrastructure? Could it be the office and corporate structure? The most complex piece of your business capital investment is the human being. Return on Human Capital is a unique program that discusses some of the most important issues facing leaders in business. Join your hosts, Howard Pines and Jay Santamaria, for Return on Human Capital, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening.
listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson. We're here with Monty, uh, Manny uh, Contenamolas from the uh, from NACE, the National Association for Colleges and Employers, and also with Katie Kaiser, a recent grad. And we've been talking about a lot of important issues that confront both graduates in their job searches as well as employers as they look for the right fit. And now I'd like to just shift for a moment, uh, Manny, to the current job market and what you uh, what your statistics are showing you uh, for the year coming uh, for opportunities for grads. Well, clearly um, that uh, market is going to be flat relative to the kinds of uh, growth that we've seen over, well, actually since 2002. Um, you know, our early indicators suggested, uh, and this was back in the summer, that we might be looking at about a 6% increase um, in recruiting for this coming year. But uh, since the onset of the global financial crisis, um, you know, our more recent work suggests that it's going to be flat to a very slight, you know, say in the 1% category increase over last year. Still relatively positive, uh, but clearly we're going to start to feel the effects this year's grads, but I think next year's grads in particular are going to feel the effects. Penny, that only reinforces the points we made earlier relative to not only being as good as you could possibly be in the interview itself, but all the preparation work. Um, Katie, once again, is an excellent example of someone who is very bright, very articulate, has done extraordinarily well at school, and is really what we call an A-pluser or a one-percenter. Katie, could you speak to that a little bit relative to how you are going to make yourself even more outstanding prior to the interview as well as during the interview itself? I think that um, you hit on it right away with the preparation. I think that um, in a tough job market, um, from the little experience that I have uh, so far doing uh, my job search, is uh, that uh, preparation and working hard is really going to set you above above and beyond um, a a lot of other candidates. And I think taking all of the tools uh, for and from my perspective, from uh, the total system and really uh, working hard to refine uh, what I've learned and really articulate it well in an interview and um, prior to that, just preparing and knowing um, exactly what I want to say, uh, how I want to project myself in, um, in the interview setting and then even just um, when I'm networking, how the image that I want to project. And so I think that preparation and really working hard to make sure that you're um, that you have that image that you want um, is is the key. Oh, there's no question about that, Katie, and we appreciate your sharing that. And perseverance is also a quality. We, we didn't really mention that early, but when you have a tough job market and a lot of competition out there, people going after the same jobs, um, you know, you're only looking for one job. We like to emphasize that. But on the other hand, so may a lot of other people be looking for that same job. So it's important to be to persevere and to know that um, if you use linkage and psychological leverage and 
the positive attitude we talked about earlier, that you can indeed um, get the job that's right for you and at a good good salary. And speaking of salaries, Manny, um, do you see any uh, evidence that salaries will also be flat, or do those continue to rise? I know, particularly in your uh, in RIT, you've got the the kind of leading edge um, fields that that your students are graduating from. How that how are the salaries going to be impacted? Well, I think that uh, typically when the job market starts to slow, salaries slow as well. Um, I think it's a little bit too early to know what's going to happen at this point for this year's uh, uh, graduating class, but at least the early indicators suggest that there'll be some modest increase uh, in salaries, and I would expect those to continue to be relatively modest. Uh, Obviously, when the market is really, really hot, as it has been, and employers are really scrambling to find the best uh, talent and the best uh, talent that fits, then obviously that drives salaries. But I, I do think this year's college grads should feel pretty confident that you know when they do uh, get a job offer that it's going to be at a very nice rate of pay. Well, we hope you're right about that, Manny. And one of the things that uh, on a market like this uh, tends to do is, especially when the um, stock market and people's um, uh, you know, retirement funds have been impacted, we get um, the older generations that want to work longer, and sometimes that can, um, you know, slow the process of opening up opportunities for the younger folks, and so that can that, that can put pressure on the uh, competition. In addition to that, we talked about the international scene and the global reality of the job market, Manny, and so uh, do you know the statistics on how many are graduating? Graduating in the U.S. versus uh, internationally, and is there a comparison you can share with us? Well, um, I, I can't speak to the um, latest number or the projected number of uh, college graduates. Of course, one of the challenges in the U.S. is we have not only 3,000 institutions but several different sectors. So sometimes it's uh, challenging to compare that with other uh, parts of the world who may often have differently defined sectors. Uh, it's really uh, just recently that uh, Europe is moving toward the American-style bachelor's program. Uh, so before it was hard to compare a four-year bachelor's graduate, say, in the U.S., with a typical three-year uh, graduate from a European university. But I can tell you, if you look at, at something like engineering, for example, that um, you know China produces probably four times, four to five times, the number of engineers that we produce uh, every year in the United States. Um, but the real challenge becomes not only the numbers, but also in terms of the ability of those candidates. So one of the things that we're starting to see is, well, while we might have produced smaller numbers in the U.S., they were competitive worldwide. What you would anticipate seeing is that in time, graduates from Chinese and Indian universities in particular are going to be every bit as capable as students that graduate from American and European universities, and that's going to change the, uh, the balance and the perspectives as well. Well, that's really fascinating, and um, this whole international scene is is uh, is um, a show in itself. Really, we've only got a couple of minutes here to close, but I did want to ask you to comment, um, Manny, on your international student virtual career fair. How does that work, and and how can students take advantage of it? 
Well, thank you for asking about that, Cheryl. We're really, really excited to offer this particular program, uh, and it's geared toward uh, organizations um, that are looking to either hire international students that are interested in returning to their home country or their home region. Uh, and boy, there's a lot of activity going on there. For example, Accenture is right now establishing its Asia-Pacific offices uh, in the Philippines and is hiring about 1,000 people a month. Uh, and they're looking globally for that talent. Okay, Manny, we're just coming up on the close here, and I want to thank you immensely for your very informative uh, show today. You've added a lot, as has Katie Kaiser. Thank you for being with us, Katie. Uh, next week, we're going to have a really interesting program with Michael Gerber. You may recognize that name as the entrepreneurial guru and author of best-selling series, uh, The E-Myth Books, and his latest book, Awakening the Entrepreneur Within. It's going to be a fascinating show. I've read the book, and I can't wait to share that with you. I hope that you'll be able to join us. Manny, anything to share as we come to the close here? No, thank you so much for being able to participate in your show, and uh, I hope that uh, all your listeners will remember, despite these economic challenges, you must stay positive, you must focus, uh, pursue your passions, uh, and if you do that, you will be successful. Andy, that's exactly our position. The American dream is alive and well. You got it. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America.